0: Well, maybe your boy might be interested
1: in putting on a big time wrestling clothes. You know, we'll make a nice hunk of dough for yourself. Santa? Yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus. Morgan, you're out of here. You don't have the right temperament
2: for the trade. You're a dead man.
1: As I walk through the aisle with videos on the shelf, I see the miss on the box and realize there's nothing else. Now I've been watching wrestling for so long that every sense of good taste that I have is gone. We've been spending most of our lives grifting a camel clutch cinema.
2: Hello and welcome to Camel Clutch Cinema, the podcast where we talk about movies that star wrestlers or have wrestlers in them. I'm Guy Hutchinson.
0: And who am I? I'm Craig Cohen, and we are going to talk about Scooby-Doo WrestleMania mystery this week. Bring it!
2: (laughs) Our special guest is the host of Off the Ropes, the podcast that I can't get enough of, the one and only Captain Marvelous
1: meow
2: mew <laughs> what is that what does that mean
1: it's that new uh, wrestler K- koslov or whatever this, you know? this is this is a dog movie it's that guy <laughs> he, he comes out he comes out with that russian lady and she's like meow mew meow, <laughs> meow. and then he comes out and he stands there um, yes rusev yeah that guy
2: vladimir yeah. koslov
1: that guy yeah Nikolai
2: volkov Ivan Drago, Boris Sukov,
1: Ivan Drago. They're all Ivan Drago.
2: So this movie, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery, original movie. Uh, it says right on the cover, all new original movie. Just to make sure that you know that this is not a remake of that very famous cartoon, Scooby-Doo Goes to Starcade '87. <laughs>
0: It feels like we've been waiting for this since 1987. I remember reading about this and uh, talking to you about it like forever ago.
2: I think it well, was 2012, I think, yeah. right? It was Does be- that sound right? It was
0: before like the last WrestleMania had happened, you know? Oh,
2: definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember actually
1: I met Scooby-Doo at this last SummerSlam when they were promoting mm-hmm. this movie. And I think he was actually there the year before. Like they were actually promoting this at the two summer I've been to the last few years. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense.
2: Well, I mean, they record all the voices first, so they can animate to the to the voice work. So uh, it takes a while to make these things.
0: Yeah, and but and hey, we've got if it. It's, uh,
1: if it's a big spoiler, but I heard they had a redub Cincares voice. <laughs>
2: now, now I want to talk about this because on your show. You said that that he uh, that the original Sincara is down in Mexico. Yes. Uh, or Sincara is down in Mexico. <laughs> Am I close?
1: Oh, this is perfect pronunciation. Don't they? <laughs> sure it's so No, that was really I'm, good.
2: So he's down in Mexico, and he is now running what, a gym, you said, or a store?
1: So apparently, Sincara, who went as Místico, but decided to go back to Mexico and just be Sincara. Opened sure. up a gymnasium with the Sincara name. So you remember about a couple, like about two, three months ago, they were actually giving the new Sincara like quite a push where he beat Del Rio like for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks straight. Yes. And then out of nowhere, Del Rio just beat him and Sincara just drops to him in like a minute. Right. That was because of that. They when Sincara opened that gym, they decided they're not gonna give this guy free
0: promotion, so we're just gonna squash the new Sincara. Ah, uh. So who's going to want to go train with a, a jobber? Yeah, exactly.
2: But now uh he's been the the fake one, which is what Hunico has been on television uh on Monday Night Raw, he beat Damian Sandow and then on Friday Night SmackDown beat Sandow in in a matter of seconds. I mean, it was he went in the ring, he did a roll up and Sandow was pinned. It was over.
1: Yeah, um well, I don't know if uh, if you heard that the actual the Mystico Sincara got released. Yeah. So he's gone like from the company because he was still actually under contract during this whole ordeal. Yeah. Right. And I think him and, and Vince are actually involved in uh, in the lawsuit
0: because of the Sincara name. I can't imagine that he has any rights to that name because they brought him over, changed his name from Mystico, changed his gimmick to Sincara. Um and WWE doesn't normally let people leave with their name unless it's their actual real name.
2: You're nope. you're missing you're missing what happened here though, Craig. Yeah. Sincara Cara brought his his lawyer from Mexico oh. who wrote the entire contract in Spanish and Vince said, "I can't read this. I'll just sign it." <laughs> and then tossed it across the table. And so he his contract says he does get to keep his name.
1: Uh-huh. Now, I'll give you um... We got some insider information here. Mm-hmm. I, I know some luchadors who've actually had have experience wrestling with Sin Cara Místico. Yes, and from what they tell me, he is a complete jerk. Like whenever they wrestled, he demands his own private locker room. He doesn't talk to anybody. You know, before like during before the matches, he won't talk to anybody because he feels he's like the big star there. Yeah. He steals, they get mad at him because he just steals people's moves.
2: Well, you know, um, Alberto Del Rio has legitimate heat with him from before they both came to WWE, and yeah. there was uh, there was a moment on Raw one time where Del Rio just ripped his mask almost all the way off, and you could <laughs> see his, did you remember this? You could see his face clear as day on television. Oh, that's yeah, great.
1: I, um, now, apparently, from what I've read, Dirt Sheets, hey, the Dirt Sheets, everybody, I'm Taz, Is that uh, got into some sort of altercation with Del Rio and actually pulled out a knife on him? That's That's what I've
2: heard. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: like each other. And then did they cut off Michael Hayes's ponytail?
1: (laughs) Well, I heard he went to his locker room with a pair of scissors (laughs) to his hotel room.
2: (laughs) I, I heard the story that story, uh, um. Uh, from X Pac, he was telling that story, I think, on Stone Cold's show. And he gets to the end, and, and Austin's like, So, so did, uh, did Hayes ever talk to you? And he's like, Yeah, you know, I mean, he saw me the next day and whatever, but he knows he's a pain in the neck. So he didn't, He know, he knows he's a jerk. So it was all right. We were all. But I love that these two guys are just such jerks that neither of them, it really didn't cross the line with either one of them. I'll cut your hair off while you're sleeping. Okay, well, I'm a jerk, and that's okay. You know, there's just, it's like a code a code between thieves or something.
0: Yeah. It could have been worse. He could have, like, pooped in Michael Hayes' shaving kit.
2: Yeah, they do that. The wrestlers love to poop on each other.
0: Yeah, I saw one of those... Uh,
1: what's the guy with the tennis racket? Jimmy Buffett. Cornette. Cornette. He was doing one of those shoot commentary videos. And he's him and um, Paul Bearer. And they were talking about, about the ribs, ribs they pulled on people. And he mentioned about how I forget who pooped in Jerry Lawler's crown when he first got there.
2: Yeah. Of course, somebody did. I mean, I, I was listening to one the other day. Uh, I don't remember which shoot inter- interview it was. It might have been Paul Roma. But it was like, and then uh, Marty Janetti had pooped, and he took the poop, and he put it on this guy's back, and then the guy leaned back, and he had the poop on his back, and he said, oh, and everybody laughed. And I was like, where is this planet? Because I don't want to go near it. If I'm in the room and somebody has poop on his back, I go home. I just get out. I leave. <laughs> I can't be in the room for that.
1: And I, I read. it. Well, I didn't read In that same shoot, they were talking about some of the Mr. Fuji stories we spoke
2: about. Yeah, we talked about this. Mr. Fuji, Craig and I watched a Mr. Fuji shoot interview, and it starts out, and I have the fondest of feelings towards Mr. Fuji, and it starts out, and he just looks like such a sweet old man, and then he starts telling these horrible, horrible, mean stories about terrible things he did to people, and he does them with, like, a twinkle in his eye, and he's like, you don't mess with Fuji. And I'm like, yeah, because Fuji's really mean and horrible. Horrible. Let's talk about something happier, guys. Scooby-Doo, WWE WrestleMania Mystery Original Movie. I've got the box here. Mine, I, I got mine at Walmart. Now, I was online and I I saw somebody tweet a picture that said that, that it was at their Walmart. They're like, oh, I, Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mystery is at my Walmart. And so I went to Walmart, took my uh, three-year-old. And I'm looking for it. I can't find it. And my my son, all of a sudden I turn around and he's holding like a couple DVDs he wants. And I was like, oh, what are these? And he's like, oh, I want to get this one. And this one with Scooby-Doo and John Cena. And I was like, <laughs> wow, your eyes are amazing. So I took it to the register, bought it, went home, and then I tweeted a picture. And Captain, you said to me, how did you get it? And I said, I went to Walmart. And that's when I looked and realized that it wasn't supposed to be there. I thought maybe Walmart had it early but they had it early by accident i thought maybe it was like a an exclusive
0: yeah
1: yeah and, um i think digitally it was available the yeah. week before like when you got it i think it was available digitally like on itunes and stuff
2: yeah I don't know. I thought it was strange that it was there, but I picked it up. Uh, we watched it three times that day because if you if you have a three year old, you'll know that they love to rewatch things. And I thought it was great. I mean, I I watched it the first time, was very happy, and then enjoyed picking up things the second and third time. My son was so into it that afterwards, all he could talk about was John Cena, and he could do the you know the you can't see me. And then we went to the uh, WWE house show that the next weekend. Oh man, because he. Was was so into it and uh and he just had a blast although he could not understand why cena wasn't in every match and i was like oh that's triple h you're thinking of
1: <laughs> oh is this the same three-year-old you know sold rko for
2: that's true yes <laughs> i i posted a picture where he appeared to be giving me the rko i would not know sell an rko from this child though he's very strong uh. He's he's uh he's rather mighty and, and you uh you've never you've never seen strength until you've seen a young child that does not want you to pick him up and you're trying to pick him up. A, uh, is, he,
1: is he as strong as little Hercules?
2: <laughs> I have I don't know. I've never tried to pick up little Hercules. <laughs> so uh let me read the description off the back of the box here. It says, Scooby-Doo joins WWE in this tag team mystery. This all-new original movie delivers endless action with Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, and the rest of the gang. The mystery begins when Shaggy and Scooby win tickets to WrestleMania and convince the crew to go with them to WWE City. But this city harbors a spooky secret, a ghastly ghost bear who holds the town in its terrifying grip. To protect the coveted WWE Championship title, the gang gets help from WWE superstars like John Cena, Triple H, Sin Cara, Protus Clay, AJ Lee, The Miz, and Kane. Watch Scooby and the gang grapple with solving this case before it's too late. Pick up this incredible adventure for the whole family today. I like how the box will tell me to pick it up, even though I've already bought it. So now I'll have to read that every time I go to read this. <laughs> it. really like that should be like you scratch that off after you buy it. Like that line is on there with like maybe an erasable ink and you yeah. can just say oh, got it now. So um so I watched this. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh let's uh let's go through it you guys stop me if I if I'm missing anything that you remember that you really liked, but I remember it starts out you've got uh, the Miz jogging and he's listening to his own theme song and he's going I'm awesome. Who's awesome. I'm awesome. And, and I enjoyed this as an opening. I thought that that's, it's the perfect, um, it's the, it's like the classic Miz of like a uh, WrestleMania 27 era where he's really full of himself, really obnoxious. And you just want to see him get slapped around. Uh, I thought he was great. And then he runs into Kane and Kane's all spooky and in the woods.
0: Yeah. It's the old Kane with the, uh, like when he first came back with like the, uh, the autopsy uh, scars and stuff on his on his his singlet, but yeah. the the funny thing about this scene was, you were tweeting out pictures from it as you were watching it, right? And one of the pictures you tweeted out was the Miz in his underwear climbing up a big giant Triple H. Yes. So I I start watching the movie when I got it, and I see the big giant chi- giant Triple H, and I'm. I see the Miz jogging and I said, how is he going to end up in his underwear? (laughs) Right. Yes. And and sure enough, they figured out a way to get him in his underwear.
2: (laughs) So Kane hits Miz so hard, right? It's Kane that knocks his clothes off, right?
0: I, or or no, is it the, the bear? It's the, it's the ghost bear.
2: It's the ghost bear. So Kane leaves. Kane just growls and gets out of his way. The ghost bear shows up, and Miz is like, is that Kane?" And it's not. It's the ghost bear. The ghost bear hits him so hard, all of his clothes come off, and he's there in his boxer shorts, comical heart boxer shorts, the classic ones, and he climbs up the giant Triple H sign that's saying, welcome to WWE City. Yeah. And it's really it's it's uh Lucky Luke, I think it was called, uh the big giant, like Marlborough man in Las Vegas. It's a big Triple H just beckoning you in.
0: Yeah. And I, I'll tell you, I, I loved the the changes they made to certain things to make this um PG, because you know, uh Triple H says, Welcome to WWE City, take the next exit, because it's just that good. You know, and then you have the Mr. McMahon music where they sort of did an edited version of that.
2: Um, now, did they, or did they just not wait long enough? I yeah, I think it was
0: probably they didn't wait long enough. But like or, Triple
2: H, I guess when he normally comes out, they. I, I I'm trying to remember if it says "No Chance in Hell" right off the bat. I know they in the movie they just made sure to never get to the part of the song yeah. where it says "In Hell." Yeah. Um, but yeah, Triple H would normally say, "I'm that damn good."
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah, I mean the one thing I've I've really picked up from the network is remembering how out of control the attitude Era was.
2: Ooh. What'd you say? What what <laughs> well, just uh...
0: in general, I mean, the amount of uh just language and um uh, Bra and Panties matches and um just it, it's just you know, none of it really seemed that outrageous at the time, but you know, now being used to the WWE product now. Um, it definitely seems a lot more outrageous than it, it felt to me, you know, 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, all you have to do is is look at the signs people take oh. and signs they were allowing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Um, so, uh, Miz gets uh, gets knocked off this sign. Miz, Miz is pretty funny in this scene. You know, he's like, is that all you got? And then he gets hit really hard. And he's like, ooh, you know. Uh, they, they do have on the DVD a behind-the-scenes where you watch them all record their lines. And Miz seemed like, out of all the people they showed, him and, and Vince, oh, oh, I was going to say Vince McMahon, were the two that seemed the most excited to be recording voices for a cartoon.
0: Oh, yeah, McMahon, definitely. And do you know, I don't know if you, if you saw this, but we're on that behind-the-scenes feature.
2: Uh, what do you, what do you mean? What are you talking well, about? Well,
0: they show footage from WrestleMania 30 and they do oh, an sorry. aerial shot of the stadium okay. and we were both there. So we are on the bonus features. That's of that right.
2: TV. That's right. Well, but sometimes they'll, they'll do a, a, a shot of the entire globe and then we're all there. Yes. Well, <laughs> like whenever I'm watching like the weather channel and they do like the shot of the whole country, I'm like, wow, I'm on TV. <laughs> um, Yes, yes, indeed, that is true. We were both we're both up there. Yeah, they were. Um, they they had a lot of wrestling footage in the behind the scenes feature, and it wasn't that long.
0: No, no, it was a cool little special feature, though. Uh, yeah,
2: I definitely I, recommend that to people. It was neat to see.
0: Yeah, and and one thing when you mentioned wrestling footage, that made me think of. I guess no, it didn't happen yet. It happens right after the Miss uh, Stinger sequence, but we go to the opening credits, and you have. Um, all cartoon footage, and then they cut in live footage of the superstars. I guess they're like, "Well, we're gonna have a cartoon Triple H. We want to make sure you see the real Triple H as well," yeah. which so um, was is. was kind of weird, but at the same time, it was kind of cool in retrospect.
2: So we get to the uh, we get to Scooby and Shaggy, and they're playing a WWE uh, uh, video game. They're playing a, a WWE two two K fourteen. Yeah. or whatever, uh, from THQ and Jack Pacific. And there's a dance-off at the end <laughs> if you win. He's playing as Sincada as he's wrestling against uh, John, Cena, John Cena, and he Cena. wins. Yeah,
0: he, it's, it, Scooby's got his like his uh, Cena gear on. He's like, you can't see me. You can't see me. And then Scooby goes, Singara can
2: see you. <laughs> they, they, this this scene is just awesome. Like this is like about when I was like, oh this is just great. This is going to be fantastic. Now Shaggy at this point, uh Casey Kasem who who used to do Shaggy uh Shaggy Norville Rogers yeah. uh has has gotten ill. He's got uh dementia, so I think Alzheimer's. Um but the voice of Shaggy now for this cartoon at least and a lot of the recent ones is Matthew Lillard, who played him in the live-action film. So the rest of that cast, including Freddie Prince Jr., who writes and works for WWE from time to time, uh, they didn't sign on to continue, but Matthew Lillard was like, sure, I'd love to play Shaggy for, you know, it seems like a good gig. I think he's smart, because it's it's maybe not, you know, the most necessary gig for him right now, but when he's 40, he'll be really happy to just go in and record them. Oh, totally. He's probably 40 now when he's yeah. when he's 50. Yeah.
0: yeah. And do you know who
2: played, uh, who does the voice of Velma? Yeah, the fat girl from the Facts of Life. Yes. The fat girl from the Facts of Life has been doing Velma for quite a few years. That disturbs me greatly, Craig. <laughs> Jinkies. Every time I see Velma in her cute short skirt, all I can think of is the fat girl from Facts of Life, and it totally ruins it. Oh, I, uh, I I always used to watch uh, Scooby-Doo and I just always liked how Fred would be like, he'd be like, let's split up. And then, he'd, and then there'd be this hesitation where he'd be like, do I want just the hot redhead or do I want both girls? <laughs> yeah. And so he'd either be like, Daphne, you and me will check this way. And Shag and Scooby, you take Velma the other way. And then sometimes he'd want all the girls. So he'd just be like, Shag and Scoob, you go that way. Me and all the girls are going to go this way. Yeah. So uh, so we get to WWE City. There's Mr. McMahon's Waffle House. There's oh, that like place Undertaker's looks... That visiting.
0: entire city looks amazing.
2: It's crazy. It's like, it's an entire city. All the restaurants and stores. It's like the Paul Bearer dry cleaner or whatever. I mean, it's crazy. And we start just seeing wrestlers everywhere. Now, uh, Scooby and Shaggy have to convince Velma and Daphne as particularly also Fred Fred's not into wrestling either they kind of play it up like look wrestling's only for slackers and their dogs yeah yeah so, but we do get to WWE City because Shaggy's got a, a list of grievances, and so boom, we're there. We're in WWE City. Everybody seems to be like, "Oh, yeah, I guess the marketing people wanted this contest that if you could dance the Sincara dance, you could get to WrestleMania." Uh, WrestleMania is not being held. In New Orleans, it's being held in the same city where every single card is held.
0: Yeah, they do a house show, and then two days later, they're doing WrestleMania there.
2: Captain, what do you think about the concept of WWE just opening up a small impact zone and having all of their matches there forever?
1: As long as I could eat some Undertaker or Tombstone tacos, I'm fine.
2: (laughs) I would love to get a tombstone taco. I would I would I would like to get a tombstone taco with a uh, with a little dead man sauce. Maybe the the shredded uh, shredded spooky pork they might have on there.
1: I gotta say, though, a little bit of of, that arena is kind of lacking.
2: It's small. It's a small little arena. I'm not. I'm not impressed. And whenever they show it, even on WrestleMania night in the movie, there's always just like people slowly walking in. There's no line. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal.
1: Now, is so residents. Is it like Disneyland where you have to take your ID and prove you're a Southern California resident?
2: I think so. I think like people live in, I think WrestleMania is like a weird, I think wrestling is like a weird cult in this movie where you actually live in this weird town and then you can go to the matches. But if you don't live in this weird town, you'll never see it.
1: They have the championship belt carved into the mountain. Yeah, yes. like Mount Rushmore.
2: Craig, tell me some some of the stuff that you see in this town throughout this scene and all the upcoming scenes. What's the, uh, what's WWE City like?
0: Um, it is just basically – imagine like Disney World or Disneyland but WWE-themed. Um, so you've got just every business is branded with uh, WWE themes. You're driving down the street and you'll see, see people like Big Show and Jimmy Hart and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just superstars galore. Um, it, it is basically a WWE Mark's dream.
2: There's an ongoing gag where occasionally we will see the Miz and he's either in like a wheelchair all bandaged up and he can't reach his soda or later he's in like his hospital bed. And he's like, come on, guys. And it's like Miz is just whining and complaining as he's really taken out because this bear uh, clobbered him. Yeah. So here. So we're, we're starting to see the mystery. The mystery is why are Scooby and Shaggy invited? And then we see the WWE Championship. All of a sudden, Vince is concerned about the title.
0: Yeah, the title that's going to be—it's um, vac- it was vacated by Kane for some reason, and yeah, they're going crazy. They're going to award the title to the winner of the main event at WrestleMania. But in the meantime, it'll be locked away um, and safe and sound in like a, a like a Fort Knox type security system yes. to make sure it's safe.
2: Yeah, Vince is like, look, I know we've downplayed the titles for the past few years, but I've now thought about it, and we ought to take care
0: of them. (laughs) Well, it's got precious jewels on it, too.
2: Yeah, so, so, so Scooby and Shaggy eat a lot of pizza in their WWE hotel, and then they go to sleep. Scooby wakes up in the middle of the night and goes and steals the title and we find out in the morning everybody's like why would scooby do this and john cena who we've already seen lift up a truck (laughs) when he was jogging john cena's like scooby i'm really disappointed in you and so we find out that scooby has uh did this in his sleep and he learned this from the video game now meanwhile Earlier in the movie, when when John Cena lifts up, like, the mystery machine and moves it across. And that's when Daphne, by the way, gets all hot for John Cena, which is a great subplot that runs throughout this movie. Yeah. She's got, like, pom-poms and is cheering for him.
0: Yeah, she's not interested in wrestling until she she sees uh, John Cena without his shirt on.
2: We see this old-timer and his, his, like, nephew. And his nephew wants to be a superstar. And uh, the old-timer... Yes. And the old timer he's like, "Oh, you don't want to be a superstar? It's a bad life. You got to learn how to use a computer. Computers are the future."
0: Yeah. And the uncle's got a uh, he's got a bum leg that uh he injured in the ring.
2: Right. And so this to me watching it, I was like, "I'm suspicious of these two because this guy should have been played by Sergeant Slaughter or Jimmy Hart because Uh, I know they're in this movie. Why is this character existing unless he's going to have some real, real purpose? So he's always kind of in the background. He's always showing up for things, and he's a real nice old man, and his nephew's real helpful and real strong. And he's working out with Triple H, and he even takes Triple H down at one point.
0: Yeah, he counters the pedigree.
2: That's right. He does some kind of, they, like, he monkey flips uh, uh, Triple H, right?
0: Yeah, but Triple H lands on his feet, you know, so he doesn't fully sell it.
2: That's right. <laughs> so AJ Lee shows up, and she's like, Scooby and Shaggy, I'm going to beat you up. And then she's training them, and Shaggy's like, I'd rather wrestle Kane. AJ <laughs> Lee is
0: terrifying. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's all from the stipulation that, um, Shaggy and Scooby are, are guilty, or you know they're they're going to be prosecuted for stealing the belt. But Vince McMahon says WWE City Justice. Um, one of the rules is you can fight <laughs> for your freedom.
2: <laughs> this is this is the dumbest movie ever, but I just love it. I yeah. love this movie. It's so crazy. All right, so um, we then we then uh, we we start getting towards WrestleMania, and the bear shows up. Yeah, and, and and Captain, what do they call Scooby and Shaggy in this? It's it's what dead meat and who?
0: It's dead meat and
2: is he like Skinny Man? Skinny Man, yeah, Skinny Man. <laughs> so- <laughs> and, and you know
0: what? It, it, there's a scene where they're backstage in their gear, and I wanted to freeze frame it and and you know go into like you know paint and put on um, Steiner Brothers 2000.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: because you've got the dog in the singlet.
2: And That's then right, you, dog face.
0: And then you've got Shaggy, and he's got the full wrestling like headgear on and everything.
2: And then a little doll comes in and argues with them, <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, "My movie's better than yours." <laughs> he's like, "What? You told me your movie's going to be good." And then me and Gene's like, "Oh, I don't know about that. What do you think, <laughs> Steiner?" And then Scott Steiner argues with Chucky for 25 minutes.
0: Oh my god.
2: Um so so uh so this goes goes to the main event of WrestleMania where all of a sudden this bear monster is fighting against John Cena and John Cena's doing the you can't see me to him and but John Cena can't beat the bear, Craig.
0: Yeah. And and it's funny. The bear comes out, Michael Cole says, "Is that a bear?" And there's a guy behind him that has a sign that says, is that a bear? Um, so the guy must have been like, wow, I get to finally use my is that a bear sign.
2: Yeah, that's that's awesome. I didn't pick that up. I, I will have to look at that. Michael Cole I thought was very good during this. Uh, I found that a lot of the wrestlers were – like Michael Cole, for example, his delivery was very different. I thought Miz was as well, which works for the movie, yeah. uh, but it's somewhat off-putting. Their delivery was was happier and yeah. more upbeat than their normal delivery. Miz, even when he's complaining, he sounds really overjoyed, and it works because for a kids' cartoon, you generally get when somebody's upset, they're like, "Oh, geez," you know, they're not, they don't do a damn because yeah. it just would sound weird
0: yeah yeah and that actually it, it took me a a couple minutes to get used to it because at first i'm like well it kind of sounds like mcmahon but it doesn't you know yeah. like one of those things
2: yeah i think that's it though i think yeah. it was that they were they were you know performing you know for cartoon which they probably wanted these all the voices even the bad guy to sound somewhat chipper and if you think about cartoons think about like uh gi joe right gi joe cobra commander always sounded really happy oh gi joe i don't get you you know um that actually
0: sounds like the the drink finder on your drunk on disney podcast
2: oh dear that's pretty funny So, um so so what happens next? What what happens to, to wrap this thing up? You get like the
0: dusty finish, basically, or the Bret Hart Schmaz at the end.
2: Yeah, so WrestleMania ends with what, Kane running in to save the day? Yeah,
0: but then it takes everybody to hold the bear down and Scooby does like uh, a big uh what, I like uh... like a five star frog splash or something. <laughs> yes. And
1: I mean I figure if he would be learning from anybody, it'd be RVD.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But see, so this was the main event and the opening event. This was WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, that was it. Yeah. That's all you got. Well, it's the network now. They don't have to put on a full show.
0: (laughs) Vince is like, we'll give him a 20-minute dead meat and uh, skinny (laughs) man
2: match so then we find out that uh that the whole thing was a ploy you see the tickets went to scooby because he could do the sincara moves that were in the video game the moves are how you steal the belt he's hypnotized through the game then he goes he steals the belt and then he brings it to this guy because this guy cookie right yeah Cookie never got to be champion, so he wanted to get the belt, destroy WrestleMania, and make everybody sad.
0: Yeah, he put like an EMP in the belt so they would shut down the the electricity in WWE City, and then people wouldn't be able to watch it on the network, and I guess cancel the network, and the WWE would go out of I'm business. Ruined.
2: <laughs> yes. We get a lot of really cool cameos, and the Sergeant Slaughter is in it a lot, although I don't remember him having you know, too much, if, if any, uh, dialogue.
0: No. Uh, but I like
2: seeing him. Yeah. Uh, Santino was in it. Brodus Clay was in it.
0: Yeah, uh, who I constantly was – like they're training at the WWE Training Center, and he's got like his hands taped up and stuff, and he's sitting ringside but he starts eating a sandwich and i was like oh man like how dirty are his hands probably
2: oh yes Ugh. yeah brodus clay had to eat a sandwich at all times the miz uh the miz was great i thought uh i thought most everybody in it i i really enjoyed all the the voice characters uh at the very end we find out that the nephew is still going to train to be a wrestler because they're like that's your uncle that's not you yeah WWE welcome you with open arms.
0: Yeah, and then Vince is like, and I think I know who deserves this belt and I'm like, are they going to give it to the nephew? Um but of course they didn't. But at first I was like, wow, that guy didn't earn it. <laughs> and what was his name? Uh Ruben.
2: No, yeah, what was the oh, wrestling name? The
0: Bone The Bone yeah. Crusher, the Bone Breaker cuz he had a costume made out of bones. Yes,
2: yeah, so it was like falling off of costume bones, which yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah, and the actor that played him by the way was Bumper Robinson. Mm-hmm. It's his, uh Robinson got his nickname because he repeatedly bumped into things while running through his home as a young child.
0: That's great. And his uncle was played by Rock.
2: Yeah, yes, that's right. Uh,
0: the original I, I, Rock. Yeah, I know I recognize Charles
2: that. Dutton. Yes. Um okay. who killed I, the man?
1: Well that Well did he? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah he's another one like uh like uh, Scott Hall. Yeah. And Colleen, <laughs> and Cully. Uh Oops. yeah. Why don't we read about Charles Dutton? All right.
0: Let me so everybody,
2: everybody that uh, that feels happy about Charles Dutton can now feel a little sad that uh, Charles S. Dutton had some uh, had some bad times. Uh, okay, let's see. All right, uh, you got it. You want I to do it? it? Okay, I got it too. But go ahead.
0: All right. Um, let's see. I'll give a little back history here. In his youth. Dutton dropped out of school before finishing middle school. He had a short-lived stint as an amateur boxer with the nickname Rock. When he was 17, he got into a fight which resulted in the death of a man Dutton claimed had attacked him. Dutton was charged and convicted of manslaughter, and he spent the next seven years in prison. Several months after being released from prison, Dutton was arrested for possession of a deadly weapon and was sentenced to to three years in prison. Yeah. it's
2: a lot of time. Yeah. So... So
1: I'm that's his, uh, Rock. I am really glad you remember Rock because I thought that was something that I probably imagined cuz nobody I talked to ever seems to remember that show. Oh, and they
0: used to do that show live for uh there was yeah. one season where like every episode was, like was, you know, they would advertise it as, you know, live Rock, which was awesome.
2: Yeah, it was like a live, you know, an old-time live uh show cuz yeah. in the old days all the shows were live.
0: Yeah, live without a net. It
2: was like it was like Monday Night Raw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um, to be so fair, anyway, wrong. Let's be recorded for a while there.
2: Let's uh, let's go into uh, whether we tap or not to uh, Scooby Doo's WrestleMania Mystery Captain. What do you think? No,
1: no, I don't tap. That was a really good movie.
0: <laughs> Craig, what do you say? Oh, I agree. Um, this was a movie that I had circled the date on the calendar, and I was counting down to it. I couldn't wait for it to get here. And it finally arrived, and it delivered in spades. I enjoyed this so much. I felt that they really um, appreciated the WWE. It didn't seem like it was made by people that used the WWE as just sort of a, a simple backdrop. They seemed to understand the WWE, their characters, and what they're about. And it was just really a lot of fun and a, a movie I look forward to uh Grabbing and watching uh, every now and then because there's nothing else like it right now.
2: Yeah, I was I I also uh, don't tap, and I wasn't sure going into this how much I'd like it. I generally like this kind of stuff, but I had a I had a bad feeling that I was going to go into this and. You know, there would be John Cena and, you know, there might be like two or three other wrestlers and they'd all have small parts and most of the most of the story wouldn't involve them. You know, I really I mean, I didn't think we'd get as much wrestling in this as we did. Yeah, uh, And I was very, very pleased with that. I thought that there was, you know, wrestling in almost every scene or a wrestler. And I mean, they, they sold it so well. It wasn't, you know, I thought maybe it was going to be one of those things where they had to come to uh, to watch the, you know, to 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 you know to save WWE because WWE had this problem but I didn't think it was going to be that you know right from the beginning Scooby and Shaggy were going to be like super fans of WWE I love that yeah so yeah I don't tap out I thought this was just excellent and and just fantastic uh, I did put down some of the uh, some some notes on this that I didn't want to share. Also, uh, there is a Scooby Doo and the Race to WrestleMania game that you can play online. Did you guys get a chance to try it out?
1: No, nope,
2: I, I did not either. But I posted it on our Facebook page uh, a while back uh, when the movie came out. When I saw the movie when when the movie came out in my area.
0: <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't want to be spoiled.
2: That's right by playing a by playing an <laughs> online game for a cartoon. You're you're a smart guy. <laughs> All right, let's see. I, I posted a um, I posted a little thing. It was at my Walmart, March sixteenth, by the way, uh, which is which is really way early. Uh, I wrote here speaking roles, and this was just based on what I remembered: uh, Cena, AJ Lee, The Miz, Vince, Brodus Clay, Triple H, Santino, and Kane and then I wrote the non-speaking roles I saw, Sin Cara, uh, Big Show, who wrestles in a match, Alberto Del Rio, who's also in that match, and then Sergeant Slaughter, Jimmy Hart, and Jerry Lawler are all sitting together. Now, the Wikipedia page also mentions Cameron and Naomi show up, I guess, when, when uh, Brodus comes out, uh, and I didn't catch them, but that's uh, that's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I thought that this was just really, really stacked with, with uh, WWE fun, so no, I I definitely don't tap out now. On Monday Night Raw to promote this, uh, Scooby Doo was there on Monday Night Raw. Captain, I know you saw this. Tell everybody what happened.
1: So the Mystery Machine came out, and JBL was like, "Who's driving that my wall?" Oh, that's the mystery here. Who's driving the Mystery Machine? And then Scooby Doo came out and he high-fived some kids, and then he went away when Sin Cara won his match.
2: Yeah,
1: that's actually pretty much it.
2: I, I I thought it wasn't bad, you know, for, for what it, wasn't, it was, it wasn't you know.
1: Bad. It, you know, what's it a, didn't hurt. Scooby-Doo suit going to do?
2: But how great would it have been if, uh, and I was hoping, when, when SmackDown came on and Sincada came out and they, they talked about the movie and showed the preview, why isn't Scooby-Doo with him every week now? Scooby-Doo should come out and be in his corner, at least through WrestleMania.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean...
1: You know what they could have done? And I know it was probably for budget reasons they wouldn't do this. They should have had something where Scooby-Doo, you know, he comes out with Sin Cara, they do their match, and then Sandow chases them, right? And then when <laughs> they get to the back on the Titan Tron... Just they a them, bunch of now, doors? Yes, now it's in cartoon form, and they're <laughs> running through all the doors, like the old Scooby-Doo gag.
2: That would have been so great.
1: Now, I don't uh, know if you're- If you're going to mention this, there's another movie coming out, which is The Flintstones. Yes. I don't know if that's something you had on your notes to mention this show.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I'm hoping that there's going to be a whole slew of these. Uh, But, yeah, there's The Flintstones one. Now, there was a lot of uh, rumors. People thought that CM Punk was going to be in this, and I went back and checked and there was never any mention of CM Punk ever being in this from the moment they announced it till now, the Scooby-Doo film. Uh, but uh, he he was booked for the Flintstones movie, and apparently they're trying to rewrite it or, or replace him in some way, but isn't it most likely that he'll be back by then? You, you would
0: think so, uh, yeah. Cause, I I mean, mean, wouldn't that's that be
2: almost be what... like, the idea Is like, well, that's perfect, he'll be back by then, that's... Uh... It doesn't come out for two years.
1: Well, you'd think so. But, uh, well, yeah, because WWE doesn't fire anybody anymore. I was going to say, what's the chances of the people there are actually staying?
2: Well, you know, they only wanted him so he could be called CM Punk Rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So um, so let's uh, let's talk WrestleMania predictions. Captain, I know you want to record this for your show, uh, which yeah. is give the plugs for your show where people can find it. If they haven't already, where can they go to find your show?
1: All right. So we're actually on iTunes. You can download us there. It's the easiest way. Just look for offtherobes.net. Now,
2: what is this iTunes? It's something in your eyeball? Yeah. E-Y-E-T-O-O-N-S. It's like cartoons? You watch cartoons
1: in your eyeballs. They happen there. They dance. We come out. We dance along with them. Wow. So, you know, you plug in your iPhone, and it should pop up automatically.
2: Now, I, uh, we're, your co-host, I, I'm, Craig and I are big fans of your co-host, but I wanted to take him to task for his desire to have Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame, and I was thinking about this because of the fact that there is a, there's, uh, Scott Hall, who has murdered someone, going in the Hall of Fame. And uh, uh, Carlos Colon, who helped cover up the murder of Bruiser Brody, that Invader Number Two did. Uh, still, I think Chris Benoit's murder is heinous enough that he cannot go in.
1: Oh, I agree, go Benoit. I totally agree, one hundred percent.
2: So next time, next time, I'm on with Killenberg. I want, I want more details because he said that when I was on there, and I didn't hear it until I listened to the show back. He also I, mentioned uh Maurice Maurice role. Tillett, the uh what the Swedish angel, which I yeah. which I totally agree with because I don't think he killed anyone. <laughs> so so Captain, uh so people can find it on iTunes. It's Offtheropes.net, right?
1: Yeah, Off Also on Facebook, we're Off the Ropes.net. And there's type, actually
2: Off If you type Off the Ropes podcast, uh you guys come up as well though, right? Into Google.
1: Yeah, just look for the the OTR logo on there.
2: Very good. So, uh, do you want to start recording? We'll, we'll wait. You can go three, two, one if you want. Right. Professional? So,
1: sure. Because that's what we're all about in OTR, professionalism. All right. So, three, two, one. We have uh, giving the WrestleMania predictions here. It's from Camel Clutch Cinema. Craig Cohen and Guy Hutchinson. Did I do a good job there? Did I? Take I, out the
2: I love how you give me the extra G, man.
1: It's, it's You're great. An OG, me, I me too. More
2: G than ever. Could yeah. you give Craig an
0: well, extra G? You didn't hear the extra G on the end of Craig. Yeah, it's silent.
2: <laughs> I I want to point <laughs> out, Captain was was reviewing one of the WrestleManias, and he mentioned. He mentioned uh, Craig the Hammer Valentine just randomly, and no one else caught it, but I caught it, Captain. I heard it, and I thought that was great.
1: And I appreciate that. I put a lot of work into that joke.
2: <laughs> I, I, There's so many good lines. The one that I posted on Facebook, which I would love to get on a T-shirt, is Sable looks so young here. I mean, she looks like she's only 54. <laughs>
1: I've always found I've always found Sable to be scary looking, even when she was young and hot. She's yeah, always had that she's you know what okay. I I've always I've said this before, I don't want to be mean to women. Mm-hmm. But you know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of the, the people in the Twilight Zone episode where they oh, remove no. the bandages from the lady and they're like, There's no change. And she looks and normal. Doctor, yeah, but she doesn't remind me of the normal lady. She reminds <laughs> me of like the doctors and the nurses Oof.
2: Well, here's the thing, Craig and I. When when Sable was was uh, was hot and on her big run, she just looked older. She looked yeah. older than she was, and we used to say, "Gee, she looks she looks 15 years older than all these other girls she's wrestling alongside of." That's and she looked kind. I mean, she was very pretty, but I it, to me it it didn't. And look, I'm all about a statuesque, tall blonde. But for whatever reason, yeah. I don't know. She didn't she wasn't the one for me. I, I never like she was like a like Jenny McCarthy who who showed up at WrestleMania. Jenny McCarthy was another tall blonde. Jenny McCarthy's super hot. Yeah. Sable just always struck me as she had all the parts, but they just weren't clicking for me. Uh <laughs> part of it might have been that voice. Oh Brock Mark Brock <laughs> We, we we Craig and I believe that she married Brock because it sounded like Mark, and so it was easy for her to say. And we also believe that she makes him peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day and cuts the crust <laughs> off of him. And He's like, thanks, Sable. I'm and a she's twelve like, year old. She's like Brock. I cut the crust off your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm, thanks, I'm Sable. sure. I'm pretty
1: sure that that tattoo of her face that he got on his back impressed her a lot too
2: i i did meet sable once i was at an autograph thing and it was like the line went on forever and i was like wow a lot of people are here to meet sergeant slaughter and king kong bundy but no it was just people there to meet sable and i waited in that line and eventually somebody came over and they're like anybody here to see sergeant slaughter and bundy because they're leaving and and i was like i'm here to see them and the guy the guy was like okay and and everybody else was like no we're here to see the hot girl no one will remember in 5 years <laughs> uh and so i was like but i want to see uh, sable too they're like yeah we'll get you to see her so i go over there and i'm talking to bundy and slaughter and i'm like Guys, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> the hell's everybody lined up for this girl? And and Slaughter's like looking like, what the hell am I even doing here? For God's sakes. I wrestled Kamala in a steel cage, and now I'm sitting next to Mark Marrow's girlfriend who's got a longer line.
0: <laughs> but you know what? I have a feeling Sergeant Slaughter knew that fifteen years from now, people would still be lining up to meet Sergeant Slaughter.
2: Well, he knew that a small line would be lining up.
0: Yeah, but I think he knew that there are things that are... He's uh, like,
2: look, 50 people line up to meet me when I go to these events every time.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you may get a 1,000 today, but I'm going to get 50 every time for the next twenty years. All right, so, Captain, WrestleMania 30 is right around the corner. Yeah, this now, is very exciting.
1: Are both of you
0: attending?
2: I am attending. Craig Craig is not attending, to my knowledge, correct?
0: Yeah, well I got the network, so I feel like um I, I don't want to let, you know, my network sit idle while uh while I'm at WrestleMania.
1: Oh okay. Now I now, have a question for you, uh, Craig. Yeah. I'm also one of the network um viewers. What do you have faith in the network holding up for WrestleMania?
0: Yes, and I'm I'm saying that because I wanna put that out there. I wanna send a good vibe out to the universe.
2: Well here's my thing. Uh if it if it fails, Captain, I've heard you say that you thought, well, you might order it. Well, if it fails, couldn't you just order it when it fails?
1: Well, not anymore because Dish Network decided to take out all their okay. WWE programs.
2: Well, couldn't you steal it then offline someplace if it fails?
1: Uh, yeah, I could. I, I honestly though I don't do that, and I don't mean it. Oh no, I don't cross. do. Th-
2: I don't do it. that either. I don't. E- I I I agree with you because in my thought, it's it is like. You know they say you wouldn't da- you download a movie or a pay-per-view, but you wouldn't download a car, you wouldn't download a house, you wouldn't no, download would. a pickle, you wouldn't download a bear. So don't steal. And I agree with that. I think that's a very good mentality. Actually, uh, Captain, um
0: I'm not sure if you heard but about 2 days ago, um Dish Network um sent out a release that they are offering WrestleMania. Are you serious? Yeah. I had
1: not heard of that. Wow. Thank you
0: very much, actually, for telling me that. Oh, n- no problem. Uh, you, you got me a little worried there when you said that, and I um, yeah, I, um I sent you a link.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, right now, thank you, because I really am going to order it, because, I mean, I just don't want to risk it. I, but, I don't, can't I it you, but
2: can't you wait until it fails and then order it?
0: I, I'd rather just watch it uninterrupted without well, having to worry if it's too late. Well, you know what it is, Captain? Um, you're what? You're three hours behind us. So yes. what, what I'll do is I'll watch WrestleMania on the network, and if it fails, I'll send you a text, and you'll know to order it.
1: Well, you know what we could do is Guy could send us because he's going to be watching it before all of us.
2: Yes, it's- Captain, this is the way to do it. I will FaceTime you and Craig, and I'll just hold my phone <laughs> out so you can see it from my point of view. Oh, there you
0: go. As long as you show us some of those sweet, sweet hush puppies you can buy at the Superdome.
2: yes craig has been there and he's told me all about the delicious cuisine of the superdome which i'm looking forward to there's jambalaya there i'm told
0: yes jambalaya that comes with a hush puppy on top of it nice
2: all right let's uh let's get to predictions last year we did wacky predictions but i am going to i'm shooting straight i have real predictions this time captain
1: all right this time we're serious that's that's actually going to be the title of this show this time we're serious which has never happened in the history of OTR. All right, so we're doing WrestleMania predictions here. I'm going to give you the matches that have been announced so far. And actually, the main event is still up in the air until the actual night of WrestleMania, so we'll have multiple predictions on that one. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll I'll use this match first just because it's another one where the winner is going to affect the the main event, and that's Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, with the winner to be entered into the WWE World Heavyweight title match.
2: All right, I, I believe that uh, that Daniel Bryan is going to win. I don't think it's going to be the cleanest win. I think that uh, that at some point the ref will be knocked out and Triple H will have the pin because I, I really feel like at some point Triple H is going to show that he could beat this guy and then he's going to end up losing. That's my prediction, but I believe uh, uh, Daniel Bryan will win.
0: Okay. I think Triple H is going to win and advance to the triple threat.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was my that was my first thought when I first heard about that. But I I don't think that's going to happen. All right, go on.
1: All right, so that's uh, the first match. So you guys are putting Daniel Bryan
0: into the main event.
2: No, no Craig is saying is Triple
0: H. H, Triple H, one Daniel Bryan. You're split on that one. Split vote. We've guaranteed that one of us will be right. <laughs> <laughs> Next match: Undertaker versus Bork Laser.
2: All right, this one uh, I this is my prediction. Um, Can
1: you I believe about this one.
2: Well, no, I I have a little bit more though than just the fact that Undertaker's going to win. Um although there's a small part of me that thinks what if Brock decides he's just going to shoot on Undertaker and pull the shoulders to the mat? Because if Brock decides he wants to pin Undertaker, he'll pin Undertaker. That's which true. That is one thing, you know, I've always wondered about, you know, like those shoot matches where guys decide to go into business for themselves. But um, I don't think that's going to happen.
1: The spider lady and uh, what's her face?
2: That's right. That's right. uh, With Wendy Richter. But. Here's what I think will happen, uh, and I'm hoping this doesn't, but I think what will happen is I do think Undertaker is going to get hurt during this match, and they're going to go to a really ugly, sloppy finish where Brock basically pulls Undertaker on top of him for the pin.
0: Oh, sort of like when Austin broke his neck and uh, yeah, and, and Owen had to... Uh, Owen's
2: like, he's going to kiss my ass! He's going to kiss my ass! And he's just standing there saying that for like 30 minutes while Austin's like, oh, okay, if I can get halfway up, I can pin him. And then he just touches his leg and, and Owen's like, oh, whoa! And he falls down into a pin.
0: <laughs> now, what about you, Craig? What's your prediction? Um, I think The Undertaker uh, will win. And I think we'll get um, a decent match between the two of them. Um, I don't think it'll it'll equal, you know, what CM Punk and, and Taker did last year, but I think it'll be respectable. I mean, Undertaker had 364 days to prepare for it. I <laughs> think right. it'll be something
1: equal to the classic WrestleMania 20 Goldberg Brock Lesnar match. I hope not, for 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 everyone's sake. Maybe that's it. Well, it's the 10 year anniversary of that match. That's so right. maybe, maybe Brock wants to live up to that again.
2: If he wants that was to do a flippity do off the top rope.
1: That's right. Break his neck on
0: it. I'll see you on Monday, Sable. I'm going to WrestleMania. <laughs>
1: All right, so there's that. Um, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt.
2: I believe, and I know that this is the opposite of what everybody wants to hear and the opposite of what everybody believes, I believe John Cena will pin him clean.
0: I agree with you, and I... I the reason I agree with you here is, John Cena can beat Bray Wyatt and still give Bray Wyatt the "quote unquote" rub. The yeah. fact that Bray Wyatt is fighting John Cena at WrestleMania is enough to elevate him. Right, and I think- people won't remember if he won or lose uh, lost. They'll remember that they turned in a great match at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, they've built him up so well. That's the point. You build him up so that that way he can be a credible threat, and then I think Cena wins. That's my that's my prediction. So, yeah, we're, we're agreed on that.
1: Okay. Wow, this apparently, I don't know if it was just added on SmackDown. It's here on the website now. WWE Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way Match. Yeah. It's the Oogles. Versus Los Matadores, versus the Real Americans, versus Ryback right and Curtis Axel.
2: Uh, Okay. I think uh, Real Americans split up in the match. One of them walks to the back. I think Usos end up leaving with the titles.
0: Yeah, I think Usos retain. And um, I'd be happy with, with any of these teams, really, except for the Real Americans, because... I don't want them to have the belts because I think um individually the two of those guys, Cesaro and Swagger, can both do great things uh separately. Now, uh do you think this is gonna be a pre show match?
2: Might be, yeah, that's a that's a possibility.
1: Now this year the the pre show is actually going to be
2: Two hours long? Hours. I know, yeah. I can't wait.
1: I don't know exactly if those two hours are all going to be just teasers or if there's going to be one or two matches in between that. Do you think yeah. they're going to match other than the regular dark match in there?
2: I don't know. I'm very, I think they'll probably go to access for part of it. Cause I know access is running until, you know, a, a certain time in the day. Um, I don't know. It's, it's very curious. I do know that they talk about show matches getting bumped to the pre-show, but for the past couple years, the match that was on the pre-show uh, last year was Miz versus Barrett, and it was scheduled to be on the pre-show. And the year before, it was a uh, tag team match with uh, with Primo and and uh, was it Primo and uh, with Rosa Mendez? It was Primo and Epico. Oh, Epico yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were wrestling against maybe the Usos. I don't remember at this point, but it was yeah. scheduled yeah, yeah. to be on the pre-show. Um, uh, in the past there have been other matches that were bumped, you know, uh the year before there was uh Daniel Bryan and and Sheamus that was bumped to the pre-show, but I think they've kind of gotten that a little under control. If you get bumped now, you don't get bumped to the pre-show, you just get bumped.
0: Yeah, like like, like the Funkadactyls last year. That's right. Yeah.
2: Although I thought and I I I thought that that was bumped to the post-show, which I thought made more sense. <laughs>
1: So that was going to be the main event you just had to stick around in Wrestlemania to see it
2: yes so what do you got
1: the next match we have here on the card and these are these are all from the dot com so this is just what's been booked by dot com not any rumors or anything is the shield versus Kane in the new age outlaws oh I'm sorry uh, I didn't want to confuse you guys Sh- the shield versus corporate Kane in the new age outlaws <laughs> Yes. Thank
0: you for I, that. I, I don't know if you were sure who I was
1: talking about there. Uh, Shield.
2: Shield wins.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. There's no reason for them not to win. Yeah, that sounds pretty. And I, this, this sounds like a curtain
1: jerker match. Let's see. Uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So these are the people they have here on the picture. They have four blank spots still. So I, I don't know. If, like I said, if they're going to fill them up on, on raw next week, or do if they're have, all actually going to be yeah. surprised.
2: Well, you don't have to read all these because I know you're going to do your show, which will have all of the. You know, uh, right. this will be repeated ten times. Craig, do you have a prediction for this?
0: Yeah, I, like I, I think sh- jobbers in there. So. Yeah, I think Sheamus is going to win. Oh. Wow. I,
2: I think The Miz is going to win. I Ooh. believe that every year around this time, they push The Miz because WrestleMania is the most corporate event of the year, and Miz, for the corporate side of WWE, is incredibly popular. So I believe he'll do the cowardly thing where he hides and runs out of the ring, maybe even, but then ends up winning. So Miz is my is my choice for that.
1: Okay. Now, actually, I found Sheamus to be interesting since that doesn't really seem to be a much of a pick any big reason behind
0: that um i just think because sheamus is coming back from a a long time off and it seems like sheamus has always been given the ball and uh an opportunity to run with it and winning the andre the giant memorial battle royal um is a a quick way to really you know sort of put sheamus in the spotlight again
1: now is that sheamus coming back in pog form (laughs) yes and the last match they have on here, well, not. We still need the main event. Although this should be the main event. It's the Vicky Guerrero Memorial Divas Championship Invitational. Snooky. <laughs> yeah. It, this, uh, is, this is every Diva on the roster. Yeah,
2: I kind of go with Tamina on this one. What do you think, Craig?
0: I think uh, AJ Lee retains. Now, this is weird. I. I I don't know if they've
1: if they've set the rules for this match yet, but from what I haven't understood, it's actually gonna be one pinfall to win this. How is that gonna be a
0: thing with all these women in there? Well, you know that like a oh, one one pinfall, yeah, that's weird it's not like a battle royal where like six of them get thrown out within the first four seconds,
1: yeah, now, yeah, it's supposed to be a match, but as I said, they haven't formally announced the rules, so. This is just presumption from the Deutsche. Hey, I'm Taz. Remember that guy? And now the main event, which we have two options for here. It could be Randy Orton versus Batista versus either Triple H or Daniel Bryan. And since you guys gave me different guys winning that first match, um, I get two two results from you guys. So what do you think? Batista, Daniel Bryan, and Randy Orton. Who would win between those three?
2: Okay, uh, so that's that's me, uh, I believe that Daniel Bryan will lose and Batista will win the title Triple H will screw him out of the title and everybody will be very upset until he beats everybody up and then uh, jumps around and does yes, 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 after everybody's laid out in the ring and possibly including Stephanie hmm. what do you say, Craig? Uh,
0: you- f- for that match or for no? For, for, oh, the- for, oh, for, that- for your call I, th- I think I um, think Orton Batista Triple H. I think Batista will end WrestleMania um, holding the big belt above his head when they go off air.
2: Look at us! We're 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 bucking the trend, Craig. Hey,
0: we'll do, I sense
1: we... a, do I sense a split happening here? This this dissension in the Camel Clerk Cinema team?
2: Uh, well, the fact that we're both not choosing Daniel Bryan though is a split between us and everybody else, which I'm surprised <laughs> about. I will say. That in general, Craig and I are terrible at picking <laughs> wrestling matches, so there is a very good chance that we are totally. I mean, there's a really good chance that people will be watching and they'll be like, "What were they talking about? Undertaker got killed. He got he lost in twelve seconds."
0: Yeah, I, I think the the reason I went with the decision I went with is the the raw after WrestleMania has tended to be as exciting as WrestleMania, so. I think they've got big things planned for that night. But at the same time, I'm not done with some WrestleMania predictions, if you don't mind. Oh, no, go ahead. ahead. We all know that the Ultimate Warrior is getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes. I think this whole induction is an elaborate ruse to draw the Ultimate Warrior out. And at that moment, you know, they bring out all the superstars and line them up on the stage. That is going to be Triple H opportunity to get his revenge (laughs) for his embarrassing wrestlemania lost to uh ultimate warrior years ago where ultimate warrior no sold the pedigree
2: yeah no that was the story behind that that i have heard is that uh that triple h came to him and had a whole match laid out and warrior was like no nah, just uh i'll uh, just you know hit you with a couple moves and beat you and <laughs> they had agreed that at least he would sell for a two count and he decided to just no-sell the pedigree completely and make Triple H look like a goof.
0: Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if on that big, long ramp that leads to the ring, um, Triple H just, like, pogo sticks down with <laughs> with uh, with Ultimate Warrior you know, pedigree style.
2: Ah, well, I will tell you guys this, and, uh, Captain, you and Craig both know this. Uh, the listeners may not all know this, but I am a huge fan of Mr. T, and to me, the fact that Mr. T coming out on stage and waving to the crowd as part of the Hall of Fame class, that is the moment I am the most excited about for WrestleMania night. And the moment I am most excited about for the whole weekend is his speech. And I'm hoping he doesn't get booed. My thought is... oh he'll, no, there's, he'll, no
1: way. there's no way Mr. T is going to get booed by wrestling fans.
2: <laughs> I was worried he was going to, but I, I'm thinking that if first thing he says when he gets to the mic is, i pity the fool. I think crowd will just erupt and then from there on he's in good shape.
1: You know, you know why though? Because Arnold did not get booed on Raw.
2: That's true. Maybe they've yeah. turned they've turned the yeah. corner. Well, I think I think one of the reasons that they're that they yeah. waited Most people
1: like most fans boo those celebrities who you know are only there for the cash in. I mean we've known Arnold has been like a wrestling fan for years, so people actually respect him showing up, they cheer him. But when you got guys like his, you know, whatever actor came out with a Joseph Mengele or whatever it was, like, they boo him. They were booing him because they knew he was just there to promote some movie. He didn't know what wrestling was. He's like, what's a wrestling? Who won?
0: That guy well, was here, great on the mic, though.
2: He was. But here's – he was. He was pretty good. And maybe he didn't know, but I, I, I'm not sure. So I'll I'll take both of your words for it. But here, here's my thing. Both him and Arnold asked to be in the Battle royal, so – what if we're all wrong and Arnold wins that Battle royal?
1: Hey, he's already the box office champion.
2: I know you mentioned that we had talked about we had talked about this many times on our show, but you mentioned this on your show uh, that he did not come out with his title belt, and I too was disappointed. He had a coat on that was closed, and I kept waiting for him to pop it open and have his title belt right there and be like, I'm still box office champion.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah, he- I wonder. Uh, if you remember he punched Triple H, so they could they could review that renew that rivalry.
2: That would be great. All right. Well, Captain, we're so glad we were able to give some predictions on your show.
1: All right. Well, thank you guys for your predictions and your time.
2: And Craig Cohen, thank you very much for joining me again on this adventure of of Scooby Doo WrestleMania mystery.
0: You're very welcome. And enjoy WrestleMania, and enjoy the Hush Puppies.
2: And we will see you next time here on Camel Clutch Cinema. So you want to wrestle, huh? You're too little. We got ushers bigger than you. Leave. I got to take a crack. You're the Skittles plus my skills. Tag team. What are you doing up there? What's I smell?
1: Wrestlers in the movies. Guy in crack podcasting. Movies with some wrestling. Will they be left tapping? Look at the scene in question that I am watching. They just took John Cena's wife Now he's off to the streets Now he's riding on top of a trolley Fighting bad guys in a chopper and a course winning now he's in a swimming pool and makes out with his wife. Got the remote in my hand and now I'm sleepy-eyed. I'm a tapped-out gangster TV set banger. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Double, double, Lee. It's so blind e. to see that with these movies, they, they make, make no money. money. Down goes Jimmy King.
2: Oh, my God, a 4 massacre. No one can survive this. Jimmy Hart, bring it!